Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets before they're gone. The I Am Rappaport World Tour continues. Get your tickets at IamRappaportTour.com. This Saturday night, August 18th in Houston, Texas at Warehouse Live Ballroom at 8 p.m. Me and G. Moody and special guest Paul Wall, baby. Wednesday, August 22nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer, 8 p.m., and Saturday, August 25th in Boston, Massachusetts at the Wilbur Theater at 7 p.m. with special guest and shit-talking Hall of Famer Warren Sapp and Jermaine Wiggins is with us previewing the NFL season. We're talking all kinds of shit in Boston. The I Am Rappaport Tour continues Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Wednesday, August 22nd in Philadelphia, and Saturday, August 25th in Boston, Massachusetts, with Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Tickets are available at IamRappaportTour.com. You know we shut shit down live, always. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to a brand new I Am Rappaport stereo podcast where me and G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty, are going to be discussing Amorosa, creepy Kanye West, all that and more on a smash mouth, brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles, Jordan, let's start this off with something real nice, something real proper. Let's go. All right, special thanks to Blue Chew for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Blue Chew is the only chewable pill guaranteed to get your fuck style buck wild and have you going 15 rounds in the bedroom. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment when you use the promo code LOAF. Use the promo code LOAF, L-O-A-F, 
All you got to do is pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. The promo code is LOAF. It's guaranteed certified sugar dicking. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code is LOAF. All right. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the summertime streets of New York City. Live, live in the gloom tomb of New York. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. Bird, a.k.a. White Mike, a.k.a. Mr. White Folks, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting. I'm here with G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty, the three-time podcast co-host of the year. No doubt. We are both in New York City where the weather has been unpredictable, to say the least, but it's finally cooled off. And uh, we're getting ready to do what we do best, which is talk shit and take no prisoners while we're doing it. How you feeling, Mr. Moody? I feel good, man. Uh, You said I was in uh, New York. I'm in Inglewood right now, man. I'm on remote. I'm on some other other type of stuff right now. I'm in Inglewood. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had, to, I had to fly out, man. I'm going to meet you cats in Houston, but I'm out here cooling right now with my man Cliff Love, so we chilling right now. All right, shit, I didn't know that. I didn't know you were in yeah. uh, Inglewood. I didn't know you headed out west. Yeah, I'm out here, man. Everything is good. Weather is good. The humidity sucked, but it's all good. All right, well, we'll see you in Houston the 18th. Uh, Paul Wall, baby, will be in the house. We're going to shut it down in Houston. Um, that's what we do. So we do best. Um, I'll just jump into this. Uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger fucking Woods. Yeah. Came, came in second in a tournament. Everybody's losing their mind. Everybody's excited. Uh, he came in second. And, and Tiger, we, we've, been, we've been on your ass for about three, three and a half years now about what you need to do if you really are about that championship life yet and still you just don't want to do it you you want to continue faking jacks like you're some uh changed man <laughs> what what happened he 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 won a tournament finally no 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 he didn't Tiger he didn't w- win he came in second which is you know you you know who remembers second place the the only person who remembers <laughs> second place is the guy who came in first place nobody gives right. a fuck it's- about second place in a golf tournament yeah, you hit some balls. Yeah, you did great. But are you fucking, Tiger? <laughs> I, I, I heard in the papers and on the news that it was making a big uh, big stink about Tiger Woods, so I assumed that he won. No, and now no, you're telling all, me because guy- he did good, because he did well, because it was the best he had performed in a long time. There was a big stink because he's, you know, such a, such a big star, such a transcendent golf star he's the only golf star that's why people were making a big brouhaha oh oh okay second place is good for tiger woods now they right exactly <laughs> exactly that's that, that, that that's that's <laughs> national news that's headline news on on sports center and on the sports right. shows is tiger woods is almost as good as he used to be my man until you start skeeting you ain't gonna be defeating until you start fucking, okay? Second, third, fourth place is where you're going to be looming around. I don't know who you are trying to fool. You're not fooling me. Uh, you're not fooling G. Word. Moody, okay? Word. You're not fooling anybody. We know how you get down, Duke. Yeah. He tried to act all proper, but he was, he was black on the text, and he was skeeting with them chicks at Applebee's, and now second place is is where he is, and and everybody's saying it's so great. Yo, win 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 a game, man. Win a game. Let me tell you something, Tiger. Stop fucking with Trump, and start fucking with them Applebee's chicks. Okay. Yeah. You are a triple A list cornball, Duke. Who do yeah. you think you're fooling, man? We know you're freaking off. Like you must have figured out some secret tunnels. You on that El Chapo shit. Because the only way you got to second place is to be doing some down and dirty shit. But if you really, really want to get back to being number one, you need to go all out. I'm talking about Red Lobster. 
okay? I'm talking about bodegas in the Bronx. You need to let it let the chips fall where they may. Because all this yeah. other half-ass and shit, you're not winning a tournament, my friend. Yes, you haven't won since then. So go back to doing what you was doing, wilding out, messing with all type of women. That's when you were champs. Se- second so why not place? keep doing it? Second yeah. place? That's Second. like Michael Jordan. Like uh, When Michael Jordan lost uh, uh, to Orlando in the Eastern Conference Finals, you think that he was happy with that? You think that that was national news? <laughs> that was an embarrassment. That was like a scar when Hussein Bolt lost that race a couple of years ago. That's not like something that's not like discussed uh, and to be proud about. This is nothing to be proud of, Tiger. You still ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to you need to get that secret sauce and we all know what it is. Yeah. He knows it. He just don't want to show it to people. He knows it. I guarantee you he's I guarantee you he's doing some foul, grimy shit, but he's not going all the way in like he used to. He he's he's just dipping his toe, maybe a toe yeah. or two in the shit bag pool. And I just want to clarify this because a couple of people on Twitter asked me, is he a stick man? Hell no. This this dude ain't no, no. stick man. He's, he's irresponsible. He's the essence. He's the poster boy of an irresponsible fuck. Yeah. That's why he's losing. Stick men win. Yo, <laughs> get it together, my man. Like you you've been messy. You were messy when you were, were at the top of your game. And the only way to continue, the only way to get back on top is to really go all in. Dive in that fucking pussy pool like Greg Lou Gaines. Speaking of Tiger Woods, August 14th, this book has balls. Sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. My book is finally out on soft cover. That means it's cheaper than ever. In that book, I break down in very, very fine details everything that Tiger Woods needs to do to get his groove back why Serena and Venus kicked all the ass but Richard Williams is the real MVP and so much more when I met Muhammad Ali dreaming of Dr. J and so much more my book this book has balls is finally available on paperback it is a shit talking Mm. extravaganza it's on audible books but it's on paperback pick up a book that's easy to read listen I'm not trying to front like I'm some literary genius, okay? This book is written right out of my mouth. It's easy to read. It sounds just like one of these podcasts, but it's stuff that we've never talked about. This book has balls, is available today on paperback. August 14th, it is available on paperback. Get it at thisbookhasballs.com or Amazon or go to a fucking bookstore. They smell fantastic. (laughs) Cop that, cop that book. Speaking of books, Amorosa, the artist formerly known, well, I guess she's still known as Amorosa, Amorosa, Donald Trump's uh, flunky, who was with him on The Apprentice and somehow, some fucking way got hired to work in the White House. I believe she was the secretary or the president of, I don't know. Uh, communications. She was the secretary of communications or the executive of communications. Uh, she has uh, released her book. I don't. I, I'm not suggesting buy it or not. Go buy this book. Has both sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. Um, yeah. But this has been all over the news. Amorosa uh, left the White House a few months ago. Um, she says she was fired. She's released two. Separate audio recordings that she recorded herself. This is a uh, a, a backstabbing chicken head tape recording. No good, good for nothing. Chick. <laughs> and I'm glad she got tied up with Dick Stain, Donald Trump. It's like the, the creeps talking about the creeps. The other day he was at some sort of rally. He called her a lowlife. Uh, she yeah. she claims, yeah, he said he said he was caught on camera calling her low life. She's a real low life. If she's a real low life, why the fuck did you hire her to work with you in the White House? You didn't know she was a low life. 
<laughs> and Omarosa, she's claiming that she heard recordings of when they were working together on The Apprentice, uh, that he said the N-word over and over and over. So if you heard him say the N-word over and over and over, why did you take the job in the White House, you chickenhead you? You desperate <laughs> yeah. chickenhead. And, and, and did you ever talk to him about saying the N-word over and over and over? No, you didn't do that. Both of you are, are, are low-down, dirty, dick-snot motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah I, I find that hard to believe. If he said that, that word, why would you be so eager to work with him? Wouldn't you announce that uh, like, like when he was trying to pick you? What would be the reason for you not working with him because he said the N-word? But uh, if you don't have the tapes, that's just uh, hearsay and... You got to have the tapes, like like you have the tapes of Mueller. What where, where are the tapes of, of him spewing that word? And you have your and, tapes. And, Come with the goods, because yeah, you know, like the, the the tape of her getting fired. Obviously, you can tell that Trump is lying. He's like, oh, I had no idea. They didn't tell me. Uh, bullshit. You knew, right? But just like we said to Tom M. Ar- Arnold Omarosa, where the tapes at, Duke? Yeah. Where the fucking yeah. tapes at? I'm tired of hearing about these apprentice tapes. Where the motherfucking tapes at? Only, only two lowlifes and fucking potentially crazy. I don't want to call Tom Arnold a lowlife. Amorose is a fucking lowlife. Tom Arnold, I don't want to call him a lowlife. I, I think he's just literally fucking nuts. Amorosa, mm-hmm. you're a creep. Because if you heard him <laughs> saying the N-word over and over and over, why did you take the job working with him? Do you have right. no self-respect? Why, why are we hearing it now? The Apprentice was years ago. Wouldn't that make waves and news? So, I mean, I, I don't believe that. I think you got your tapes from Mueller. That's all you got. And why are Tom Arnold and Omarosa, these two freaks, the only people that have heard these tapes? Absolutely. This is, this is trying to get paper, trying to, trying to get money, sell a book. Yo, but we want to hear that tape. I want to hear to, that to tape. Sell- and I want to ask you a question Tom Arnold again, and I'll throw Amarosa in this. Moody, you know what the question is. Where the tapes at, Duke? Yeah, where the tapes at, Duke? Where the fucking tapes at, Tom Arnold? Yeah. Amarosa, where the tapes at? All right. You're so outraged, but we don't you don't have any any evidence. Where the tapes at? You you was recording everybody. Like, okay, those those tapes are interesting because it's obvious like these are real-time things. But where the where the juicy juice shit at? Like, I want Max, some Ray Max. J. Kim Kardashian shit where you're like, yo, this is, this is really some wild shit. Like, I want to hear him and, and, talking greasy. Yeah, and rap. If, if he's saying it over and over again, wouldn't you go, wow, he's saying it so much, I better, I better start having a tape nearby. Yeah, since he's <laughs> saying it so much, right. and you're recording all the time, you, 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 like, yo, I don't want to hear anything but the tapes. And yep. I don't want to hear a word from fucking Tom Arnold or Amarosa until I hear those fucking tapes. Because you two fucking nutcases are the only ones who are verifying that you've heard tapes. Yet and still, you can't share them with the public. Where the tapes at, Duke? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for the Rapper Pack to connect directly with the gringo mandingo. I told you it was coming, and now... It is here, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast official newsletter is live and direct. Go to IamRappaport.com and sign up now. It's easy. Listen, I want you guys to know what we're up to, okay? And this is the best, simplest way to stay in contact. Go to IamRappaport.com and sign up now. We're sending letters. We're talking shit. We're sending playlists. We're doing all sorts of things. Please sign up to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast official newsletter now at IamRappaport.com. Yo, uh, this story, I got to tell you this story, man. Uh, Doctors now are warning of a new trend. It's called P-gasm. Like, you know, orgasm. They have something now the doctors are finding out about. It's called P-gasm, where people are holding their urine until they can't hold it no more to achieve a pegasm. So this is a health issue. So it, it would be akin to you just holding it until you just burst. And somehow that uh, has, a, has a good feeling to it. Yeah, that's, that's when you bust a blood vessel in your loaf 
oh, oh, then this shit's not going to feel so good. Yeah, yeah. So anybody out there attempting to do this, don't, don't even try to uh, do that, the pegasm. <laughs> um, I want to give a, a shout-out to Ben Simmons, and I really wish and hope you make it through the summer safely. Uh, ben Simmons was filmed and, and, and photographed uh, on tape. He's on, he's on uh, vacation uh, with the Kardashian girls. He, he's up in there with, oh, with Kylie or Kendall. I get them confused. One of them is worth a billion dollars. Um, mm. And so they had a family vacation, uh, Chloe and Tristan Thompson and Ben Simmons. Listen, I always will have love and affection for the Philadelphia 76ers. I always want the Philadelphia 76ers to do good. I could give two shits about the Philadelphia Eagles, but with World Be Free, Daryl Dawkins, Dr. J, uh, my man Andrew Tony, uh, uh, Bobby Jones, uh, Henry Bibby, Billy Cunningham, Moses Malone, and all the great Philadelphia 76ers, I will always root for that team. You guys have a great nucleus. Our guy, Robert Covington, uh, Troel Embiid, and you have one of the young talents in the league, Ben Simmons. Ben, I really wish and hope nothing happens to you, my man, because the curse of the Kardashians is undefeated. You out there in yeah. Mexico fucking around with these chicks like shit is sweet. I just yeah. I hope you make it through the summer without like Anything bad happening and like busting a toe, anything, anything could go wrong with these chicks. You out there, you could drop a coconut on your foot. Anything could go wrong. So (laughs) as a guy who loves Philadelphia sports, although I don't fuck with the Eagles, but I do love the city of Philadelphia. You know my history with Rocky, the Rocky films, and and I just had the Philadelphia soul, the roots. We talk about Philly a lot. Ben Simmons, watch yourself. Yeah. Oh, he's messing with the one who's worth a billion dollars? He's messing with one of them. They're all worth a lot of money. He's messing with one of oh, those man. chicks, man. But he, he got his own Yo. money. Listen, money, he's from Australia. Uh, he, he, needs to be, he needs to be careful, man. Uh, uh, absolutely. I hope he's been warned. And just, just hold your head out there, man. Um, the skinny genification has uh, gotten to not just the NBA, but the NBA broadcasters. Bruce Bowen who has absolutely positively nothing to do with the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I don't want to take anybody's job away, but Bruce Bowen, who was uh, uh, one of the telecasters for the Los Angeles Clippers, was fired by the Los Angeles Clippers for things that he said in the last few weeks about Kawhi Leonard, who plays on the San Antonio Spurs. And it's not like he said some crazy shit like we say. It's not like he said some reckless type of shit uh, like about (laughs) Kawhi Leonard, the kinds of weird, funny things that we say. Bruce Bowen is a a, a politically correct dude. He just criticized the situation and gave his comments on the situation, and they fired him. Who who fired? The Clippers? The Clippers fired him, but I think this is just an excuse. They just want to just replace him. Don't make it seem like he did anything wrong, because if you look at his comments, I'm not even going to repeat them because you'd be like, how could you get fired for something like it? It's not like he said, yeah. you know, any anything crazy about Kawhi Leonard. Like, yo, look at your hair. Your hair is fucked up. Or, well, you know, why don't you talk? <laughs> any of the classic things we've said about Kawhi Leonard. They fired this dude. Right. Oh, they just wanted him out. They just wanted him out. And they, they used that. Yeah. Damn. I, I don't even know how he got the job in the first place. He, he He's a spur. He'll always be known as a spur. His greatest years were with the Spurs. Uh, why are you yeah. hiring him anyway? It's just like uh, yeah. uh, the, the dude for the Knicks. I got no disrespect for um, my man. Um, what's his name? The white dude, um, Wally Zerbiak. I know he's from Long Island, but that's his only association with the Knicks. Yeah. How but, should he? Yeah. How could he be in the in the broadcast booth? And he had no affiliation with the Knicks in his whole career, life, whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, just because he's from from the state of New York doesn't mean you should be in the broadcast booth for the Knicks. It makes no sense to me. And I like Wally Zerbiak. No disrespect. But but we don't associate you with the Knicks in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I want want to give you a warning, man, because I know you have have a dog. A A Wisconsin man lost both his legs, his hands, and forearms after letting his dog Lick his face. So the bacteria from the saliva somehow got into his eye and it just ravaged his body. 
and he lost all of his limbs. Jesus so, Christ. Yo, what, what kind of fucking dog and, and you guys? Dog got rabies? A regular, a regular dog didn't have rabies. And another woman lost her life from that, doing the same thing. So, yo, watch that, man, because there's a bacteria that's on their tongue. And it's rare. But if it gets any, in, like if you have a cut, yo, you, you could be a goner. So, yo, watch that shit, man. <laughs> Telling you, this is some real shit. This ain't no joke. Watch that. I appreciate you looking out for my health there, Moody. I really do. No doubt. Um, <laughs> another thing uh, in, in basketball that's really fucking irritated me. Uh, this big baller brand league, the JBA, this is the league oh, that yeah, was set that up by a, a big baller brand. Um, <laughs> and, and it's sponsored by big baller brand. And the only players that you hear discussed are Jello Ball and uh, Mellow Ball. Right. Um, this, this league is a fucking joke. Uh, nobody I, goes be, to the yeah. games. And look at this stat line. Jello Ball, who didn't get drafted by any team in the NBA, in the championship game scored 58 points on 24 for 53 shooting. This motherfucker shot the ball 53 uh. Times in one game. 53 times in one game. He was 24 for 53. Can you imagine if you were playing basketball with a motherfucker who shot the ball 53 times in one game? I played basketball with Kenny Anderson. I played uh -huh. basketball with some great basketball players. I've never played basketball with a motherfucker who shot the ball 53 times times in one game man i never did yo i played with some great ones too man damn what kind of league is that this and, is like and yo. his brother his brother mellow ball in the same game on the same team scored 34 points on 10 for 23 shooting so between the two of these fucking guys they shot the ball a total of 76 times, and I did that on bare bones public school edition. I didn't even fact check that. I added wow. up 53 plus 23, and, and I was able to come out with the conclusion that 53 plus 23 is 76 times. So between the two of these guys in a league that is sponsored by their brand, they shot the ball 76 times in one fucking game. Yo, the league... I, I don't know. That's a that's a crappy league, and and those dudes. I don't know. His pop set up the league, and it's yo. Know, you shoot. You have license to shoot whenever you want. Try to get these guys in the league, but, but not going to happen. That, how, first of all, why? Who would want to play with two fucking guys like that? That they shot the yeah. ball between the two of them. Like as a team, you don't get to shoot that many times. They, yeah. Like the other three guys are just running up. The, they're like they're like extras in a movie. Like they have no yeah. lines. They have no uh, part of the offense. They probably don't go to the huddles. They probably don't, you know, go to the locker room before or after games. They're literally like hired extras. <laughs> that, well, that tells you what type of um, level of play that is. If somebody's shooting 76 times, it's a, it's a crap league. And speaking of basketball, how long do you think before Luke Walton is shown the door? Uh, that's a good point. You know, I, I have to say, you know, I've been on my uh, – uh, my LeBron off-season positivity a run. Um, uh -huh. Don't worry. Do not worry. Once basketball starts, uh, I will be right back into a rare form. Um, and if you uh -huh. do need anything to remind yourself, uh, uh, you could pick up This Book Has Balls, Sports Rants from the MVP of Talking Trash, because in that book I break down 23 reasons, 23 Deeply detailed reasons why LeBron James will never be like Mike. But in answer to your question, I think that Luke Walton is going to be fine with that team. I think that LeBron James uh, uh, will be the person that you defer to. I think Luke Walton is not any punk. I don't think that Luke uh -huh. Walton and, – and I don't think that LeBron James wants that mess. So okay. I think that team's going to be fine. I predict that team to go to the Western Conference Finals, barring any any injuries. I, I don't think that. Oh. I, I think that team is going to be. They're going to go deep. This ain't no um, 
a rebuilding year. There is no such thing as a rebuilding year with a 34-year-old LeBron James. He, he don't need to rebuild. You got young talent. Yeah. You got Rondo. You got Ingram. You got Lance Stevenson. They, they, they got JaVale McGee. They, they got, they're going to be doing their thing. They got Kuzma, and they got Lonzo Ball, who I think uh, uh, will, will be the one who appreciates uh, all the attention being on uh, LeBron James more than anyone else. Oh, I think a losing streak will happen, and LeBron, like he's done everywhere else, is going to gripe about the coach, and Luke Walton will be gone, and they'll bring a, a marquee guy in there because you have this guy, Luke Walton. Come on, man. LeBron James, guarantee you, he got rid of Black. He's going to get rid of this guy when they have a losing streak. That's going to be the first guy to go, and you're right. They may go to the Western Conference Finals because it's LeBron, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose, and... Yo, this dude may not win a championship in that in his tenure there. That's very it's a high possibility of that happening. Jesus Christ. We flipped positions here. Listen, yeah. you know, the reality of it is, is it's gonna be interesting. Uh, uh the fucking basketball season isn't is is like three or four months away. I'm focused right now on football and fantasy football. That's oh, what I'm you. focused on. I mean, obviously, you can't escape basketball. It, it, it's 365 days a year. Um, but I'm focused right now. This is the first week of official duress mock drafting, and we go into the 21st, the week of the 21st, I believe. Uh, that's the first week of uh, uh, waterboard duress mock drafting. So as much as, you know, basketball, we could talk about this, LeBron this, LeBron that, LeBron this, and all this fucking nonsense all summer. Right now, I'm about that fantasy football. Ball life. That's like all. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm focused on sports wise. Like I'm put. I've literally in the last 72 hours, I've mock draft five times. And anybody who knows about mock drafting will say, "Wow, you mock draft five times in the last three days." And I say, "Yes, motherfucker, I mock draft five times in the last three days." So I'm all in right now. Oh, I hear you. Um, another thing that's been all over the news is uh, Kanye West. He was on Jimmy Kimmel the other day, uh, and, and he was just uh, going on and on, giving uh, haikus and hyperbole and all these uh, reasons why he's, you know, so smart and how he has things figured out. And every question he asks, even when uh, Kimmel asked about his kids, somehow comes back to Kanye West talking about Kanye West. And we've been in money's ass, no Bruno. Mm -hmm. G Moody said it a couple of years ago, you ain't all that, Duke. Um, <laughs> and that's one of the great lines you said where we said you ain't all that Duke like yeah we, we respect you like obviously you talented but you ain't all that Duke yeah yeah come on man you're not a you're not a political pundit <laughs> now you're not a political pundit and, and he went up there and, and you know the two times that he's went on these, these public rants about uh, why he likes Trump and the confidence that it took for him to support Trump and how he's not going right. to be bullied and how he's not going to be pushed around and he needed to, you know, get his, his, his confidence to do it and it's a very scary right. thing and all that. The two times he's went on these rants, the first time he did it with the TMZ dude, I can't remember his name, the black dude, when he went up there oh, yeah. and money checked him, Kanye West had nothing to say in return. Nothing. The second yeah. time he yeah, went in public and he was talking all that shit, he went on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Kimmel asked him, uh, you, you famously said, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said to Kanye, you famously said, uh, Bush, George Bush doesn't like black people. What gives you the reason or the impression that Donald Trump likes black people or any kind of people? And Kanye West said nothing. So that leads me to believe that when you're in the crib with your whiz, and, uh -huh. and, and, and your Wiz's uh, sisters and your Wiz's mom and that whole crew and you're in there talking, they don't, they don't have a constructive arguments with you. They just go, oh, that's just Kanye being Kanye. Because when you go out into the real world and you got dudes that ask basic questions, you're left speechless. The dude from TMZ, he hugged him. He, like, he like, like fell into his arms like a little fucking baby. Jimmy Kimball, he was mm -hmm. left speechless. And then a couple of days later on Twitter... Connie's like, well, me and him were having a conversation and I didn't get to answer the question because we went to commercial break. So my question to you is, what's the answer, Duke? 
You don't have a fucking yeah. answer for this shit. Like, this guy, this guy thinks that he's kicking knowledge. You're not kicking knowledge. He thinks he's like the Dalai Lama. You're not the Dalai Lama, Duke. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're gonna go up there and 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 talk about Trump and all that and why it took, I gotta give him that. It took courage to come out, but you gotta articulate. Your position on why you support them because you just can't come out because people are going to press you on that. But at least you have a foundation to say, "Yo, I support them because the X, Y, Z." Something. You can't leave that. You got. You can't leave the question hanging because it makes you look ridiculous. He's so, fucking ridiculous, Gerald. He's. Yeah. You listen. I know you've never been that impressed with him. You you give him his credit where credit's due, but you never be overly impressed with him. This guy is no. fucking ridiculous. And, and and what did he do? After he left Jimmy Kimmel, he put out some whack-ass song, another bullshit song, where he got himself on the sick fuck of the week list. I don't know if you heard this song, but in the song, he says, do you have sisters-in-law you'd like to smash? Well, I got four of them. See, now, if you was with with some real people, they'd be like, yo, Duke, you're not putting that out in a song. Like, yeah, if you yeah. were with some down-ass bitches, they'd be like, I don't give a fuck if it's a pun. I don't give a fuck if it's a rap song. You're not, like, Chris Jenner would be like, you're not talking about smashing my other daughters, Duke. Out of line, out of line, unnecessary, uh, it's terrible, terrible to say. How does the family feel about that? You looking at the, the her sisters like you want to grab them? Yo, come on, man. You, you, you trying to fuck the rest of the sisters? Is that what you're saying? That puts you on the sick fuck of the week list. Uh, yeah, I know everybody's hitting them, but you can't do it. <laughs> exactly. We know the NBA is running through your sisters-in-law, but you already wifed one up. That takes you off yeah. the list, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Word. The fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, please. And he put out a wha- another whack-ass song. He thinks, oh, it'll just get better. Everything will go away if I put out a song. My man, you're like Jerry Cooney out here. You're, you're a heavyweight fighter who's been hit too many times. You're you walking around slurring your words. You're you, you, you a fighter who needs to stop fighting. Stop putting out music, my man. You're done. Yeah, you're washed yeah. up, B. You're washed up. you like one of them fifth. you like Rocky Balboa and Rocky Four. He's like, uh, they're doing tests on him and shit. Yeah, his, his, time, his time has seemed to come and go. The time has come. You, you thought... You thought you were you were untouchable. You thought you were Hove. You're not Hove. Hove is not out here talking crazy. Hove is in there trying to maintain his sanity. He knows the pitfalls and downfalls of fame. And you talking uh, about fucking yeah. your sister-in-law, Duke. Hold your head. Oh. You just put out another brick. Hold your head. Oh, but he is almost worth a billion dollars based on the Yeezy stuff and on and Adidas and the fashion. So I would leave recording alone. Obviously, the fashion is where it's at. So yeah, stop making hip hop, oh. man. You you playing yourself for for a once a uh, very talented, some would call brilliant artist. Now you putting out you putting out frisbees. I'm not even calling them shits yeah. bricks. You putting out frisbees, frisbees yeah. with holes in them. Stay with that fashion, man. You good with that. It's a billion dollars. You did yeah, it. That, yo, you, you succeeded. Yeah, you good with fashion. Like, you good with making yeah. dresses and all that shit. You good at that. Do that, man. Make yeah. dresses and, you know, those outfits and all that. You good with the sewing machine, Duke. You not good with the mic anymore. <laughs> yo, man. Yeah, he changed. He did it, though. Gotta give him credit. Fuck with that sewing machine, Duke. You you, you know how to rock that sewing machine. Get that get that sewing machine money, man. Because you, you, this hip-hop shit, you done, man. You finished. Leave it alone. Let the young kids do it. You... you you're not Hove. Hove's the only one who, who's not punchy from that era. Yeah. Listen, this is nothing to be embarrassed about. Blue Chew is a performance enhancement for the bedroom, a pill that certifiably will have your fuck style buck wild. Blue Chew has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, plus Blue Chew is so much cheaper. And the most important thing is that since it's chewable, they work faster than any pill. This is the first chewable pill for your loaf. All loaves matter. Fellas, this is not something to be embarrassed about. These are confidence pills and make you go 15 long rounds in the bedroom. If sex was an Olympic sport, Blue Chew would be banned. 
You could take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Order online, no doctor visit is necessary, no embarrassing long pharmacy lines. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but once again, it's chewable, so it works faster. So here's a great deal for you guys or girls that want to surprise your guys. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use the promo code LOAF. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. The promo code is LOAF for certified, undeniable sugar dicking. Go to BlueChew.com. This dude, Chris Hardwick, comedian, pundit, um, who was accused by his ex-girlfriend of being emotionally and physically abusive. Um, we talked about this. He's, he, he's actually was on a podcast on a show called The Nerdist. This, this, you couldn't be more of a hipster fuck than Chris Hardwick. Um, but an investigation was ran by A&E, an inside investigation. No criminal charges were put up. An investigation... Uh, by the company that he worked for. And in this day and age in Hollywood, to me, that's probably the best way to investigate something because you know they don't want to have anybody there who's doing some bad shit. The investigation Mm -hmm. came out that there was no wrongdoing. He was rehired. He was given his job back. He went back on one of his shows the other day, The Talking Dead, which is the after show for The Walking Dead. And people that worked there quit their job and people were in in a complete uproar and a hissy fit. They did the investigation. The investigation said no wrongdoing. And you quit your job and you still have a problem with this guy. So, so motherfuckers are not innocent until proven guilty. They're guilty if Twitter says you're guilty. Yeah. It's, it's the takedown movement. <laughs> It's not Take the Me Too movement. They did an investigation. They said there's no wrongdoing. So mind your fucking business. You don't know this girl. You don't know the yeah. situation. They sent professional people in there, probably private eyes and ex-policemen and ex-this and ex-that. They said there's no wrong. I don't know this dude, Chris Hardwick. I don't like anybody that calls himself the nerdist. But fair is fair and unfair is unfair. They did an investigation. Mm-hmm. Mind your fucking business. These people quit mm-hmm. their job because they were so offended by it. Man, on, on, on a, like you on a serious note, I want to get on a serious note too with this about uh, Chicago. Uh, and it's about the, uh, the, uh, the law and the government there. Listen, man, I say you guys are complicit in that violence going on because you are watching it and you need to call the National Guard in there to at least stop the killing. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing to me. And, yo, you cannot let a major American city, Chicago, parts of it be taken over and the citizens be terrorized on a daily basis. 1,700 murders already. The year isn't out. And the government is basically sitting around watching. So I think Donald Trump said going to try to send a National Guard in there, and they have blocked that. Listen, Yo, this is this looks terrible around the world. This is this is you, what, what kind what kind of shit is that? I Yo, don't understand you, it. I I, I you, don't you gotta go in there. You gotta take back that that fucking city, man. Because people, innocent people, are getting gunned down, man. So and, and you know what? The, you, the, you, the sad the sad thing about it is because it's black on black crime. We don't know any of their names. There's no movements. There's no, I know there was a protest in Chicago, but there's no national movements. There's no hashtag. There's no, we know Michael Brown. Uh, uh, we know certain people's names who, who have been gunned down. Obviously, we know Trayvon. We, we know these names. But the, the killing in Chicago, because it's black on black, and I don't understand it. I, I, I'm not making any opinion. Let me repeat it again. I, I, I'm not making any opinion. But you got 11-year-old kids getting shot killed on a Saturday afternoon and people are just like this isn't all, all over ESPN this isn't being complained about this isn't being talked right. about I don't even there, there's a hashtag for it I don't understand it I'm not passing any judgment it's in, it's insane to me that in one of the biggest cities in our country that this could be happening commonly consistently yeah I couldn't believe it I'm like yo not one it was one person arrested 
75 people shot, 14 people killed, one person arrested. This is uh, crazy. And like I said, take control of a major American city because the citizens there are being terrorized and killed. And this is going on. And it's like, yo, you watching this? This is this is being watched. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's, it's insane. And, and leadership. Where's the leadership? You pay taxes for this, right? So the leadership is like, yo, I, I, we're not tolerating this shit, man. Yo, National Guard, we're going to lock these streets down. We're going to get these motherfuckers out of here. Point and, blank. And, and you the, know, it's like I posted something about the Chicago thing on my Instagram. And people are like, you a culture vulture. I would expect more. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why aren't you yeah. upset about 60 plus people being shot in a three-day span. And if I say right. something about it, I'm a culture vulture, let us deal with us. Not, not Duke. I'm just trying to use my platform and my voice and my the fact that like I talk my shit to say like this shit is, is demoralizing. This is yeah. demoralizing to, Yo, to see this in Chicago. A, uh, yo, that's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And I put the onus on... The local government, you're sitting around watching this shit. National Guard coming here, lock this shit down. You got these kids that's taking over a major American city and put the, the city into chaos. Uh, 20 more people shot. Yo, what's going on? You're a laughing stock and it's terrible. So come in here and control your own city. These, these people are, are going nuts. It ain't about uh black. It, these are human beings, man. Yo, Period. you can't be running. Period. You can't be run, running around uh just indiscriminately shooting uh innocents for uh for what? Yeah, and people it's say insane. race and this and that, and say oh oh, but how are the African uh immigrants? How how are they making out over there? So don't tell me about fucking race and all that. Come in there and take control of your city because it's being taken over. It's ridiculous. It's it's going to spill over. If that happened, if that happened in, in Soho, in Manhattan, or anywhere in the five boroughs, it would, it would, if it happened anywhere else in a major city, it would be unacceptable. But people have become so accustomed to it, it's right. like, oh, well, that's just Chicago. No, not okay. Nah. Not acceptable. Nah. nah. Get, off, get off that. Get off that, oh, oh, these people don't have jobs and this and nah, that. Nah, fuck it's, all nah, that. Listen, these are, these are nah, kids. You're not, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. The leadership, yo... End of story. And that that's fucking uh mayor, the uh Emmanuel. I saw the press conference. Yo, that dude is soft, man. Get him out of there, man. Yo, you got your city in chaos and you up here talking all soft and, and this and that. I'd have been like, yo, enough is enough. We're not tolerating that. Curfews, National Guard coming in. Yeah, we send Get it the in fuck the chopper here with that. We send it in the fuck choppers that. and all of the yeah, black, black hawks. Black hawks and all that, man. Yeah, send in the black hawks, Duke. Where the black hawks uh, at, Duke? <laughs> Exactly. Where the fucking Blackhawks at, Duke? Yeah, everybody is scared to death. A girl got shot in the face riding a bike. I say like this, as a black person, that's to it's totally embarrassing to me, especially around the world. How that shit is viewed? No, nobody, nobody else acting like that. This is yo, control that shit, man. Control that. Uh, finally, uh. Disney is doing a film called Jungle Cruise, uh, where they're <laughs> having their first openly gay character, which I think is great, cool. Uh -huh. People are in an uproar because the actor ja Jack Whitehall, who is a straight man, is playing this openly gay character. Twitter, social media, everybody's, everybody's bent out of shape. A whole bunch of people were, we're going to protest this movie why don't you have a gay man playing the gay character? And I say, good. Fuck it. Fuck it. When the next time there's a paraplegic, get a real paraplegic. You don't need yeah. Gary Sinise. Fuck Daniel Day-Lewis, man. He should have never played that part in my left foot. How dare <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis take that part? The next time you got a boxer or you got an alcoholic, tell Denzel Washington to suck your fucking dick. Get a real boxer. Oh. Get a real alcoholic. Who the fuck needs Denzel Washington when you could have the real thing? You don't need Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, you have no right to play a jazz singer. You never played jazz music. You have no right to play uh, an ex-con. You've never been in jail. 
Robert De Niro, uh-huh. go fuck yourself. Okay? Yeah. You're never playing another gangster again. We want real gangsters because if it's going to apply to the gay community, it should apply to the paraplegic community. It should apply to the handicapped community. Tell Daniel Day-Lewis, Denzel Washington, and Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman to eat dicks. We're casting the real thing here. We're casting a real paraplegic. We're casting a real special needs person in the lead of this Warner Brothers film. This is some mm-hmm. bullshit. It's yeah. called acting. It's, oh, if it's a gay, if it's a that. gay part, you need a real gay person. Shut Come the on, man. fuck up. Shut your fucking oh. mouth. Go eat a slice of pizza, okay? Shut your fucking complaining, whining fucking mouth. This is acting. Be, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. And why limit it to actors? How dare, how dare right. you having uh, uh, any black directors direct uh, stories with white actors. You need white oh. directors and vice versa. Vice versa. Right. If, I mean, we it's got to be the real thing. You need if it's a, if it's a karate film, you need a real karate master to direct that film. Otherwise, I'm protesting. Right, right. Exactly. With their logic. See, they're they're the real uh racists and all the other shit. They're the real ones. That's dumb. It's called acting. You got to have range. With acting, no, and fuck this is Denzel what it is. Washington. Who needs Denzel Washington when you could get the real fucking thing? All right, yo, listen. Wait, wait, one more, one more thing, right? Uh, I want to make, I want to take message to Don Lemon because he he said something that was kind of crazy. Because Donald Trump called you the dumbest guy on television, you said that was racist and it was against all black people. No, it was he said it to you. It was singular, directed to you. Um, it's, you don't represent all black people. So if somebody call you dumb, they calling you dumb, not me. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, yo. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, you'll be able to hear all of this shit talking and more. Uh, the Iron Rapport tour once again Saturday, August eighteenth in Houston, Texas. All uh, Wednesday, August twenty second in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at Union Transfer. Saturday, August twenty fifth. In Boston, Massachusetts, special guest Warren Sapp live. Oh, where? My man Jermaine Wiggins live and some other special guests. Me and G Moody, I am Rappaporttour.com. Buttersoft t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. Turn heads, stop traffic on the street with a Buttersoft I am Rappaport stereo podcast t-shirt. You could get the You Fuck You t-shirt, the Sucker Shit t-shirt, the Stickman collection, and so much more at districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Uh, Miles, Jordan, the Dust Brothers, take us out of here with something nice, something real proper, something real funky from some Moody Beats. Yeah. <laughs>